What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. This week, we are going to be discussing driver safety and earnings, and who better to do that with than the rideshare professor. If you are not familiar with him, you will be soon. Torsten, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Me me so far. (laughs) When was the last time? About two years ago, right? Yeah, that's so I I was just saying that, you know, I had to go back and look. So it was when oddly every I was saying to Torsten, I was like, you know, it's funny that I remember this, but you were going to a Foo Fighters show. I remember right. not he was work, not he was working it. He was going to one that night. I remembered. Excellent so I, memory. <laughs> yeah, that was like September of 2021. So it's been a minute for sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. And a lot lot has lot has gone on in those two years. I mean, there's there's a lot of new changes and um yeah. it's very interesting times, you know, in 2023 at the moment. No, oh, 100%. 100%. And even then we were in the pandemic, but I feel like maybe even like at that time you were, I remember you were dealing with the guy who had been jumped. Um, yes. Yes. And you were like, really, you were, and I mean that because I know you've dealt with a lot of people who have, have been attacked or whatnot, but this guy in particular, you were driving him around, you were, you were yeah, making we, sure that he was getting to places and we were doing a lot of TV interviews and, and we got a lot of actually ended up getting a lot of national exposure, which is great, which Uber and yeah. Lyft and obviously don't like. But that that's what we're aiming for, you know, to get these stories out there. Yeah, right. And I mean, and I mean, that's that's something that we'll probably touch on here a little bit because I, I'm you know, I'm, we need to talk about has that changed much. But I think what what might be the easiest thing is I'm guessing that everybody most people have heard of the rideshare professor torsten or you've you've watched his channel you're familiar with him but if you're not maybe torsten could give us a little history of how how he got here how we're here um absolutely so um a couple of my colleagues um that run businesses you know they started fleets and this this was a long long time ago uh, uber fleets and um, they shared the numbers with me in one meeting and said this this is an amazing return on investment so you're going out buying cadillac suburbans uh you know uh, hybrids toyotas etc and you and you're building out your uber fleet and um you you find good drivers uh you match them with a vehicle um most of them are driving uber and lyft and you actually get uh paid um you know, through the Uber fleet program, you have your weekly uh, rental fees that get deducted out. And it's, it's almost like an Avis or an enterprise, but you're making way, way more money. So I looked at this model and I thought, great, let me jump in and get a few cars. Uh, today, today I sit on 62 vehicles, right? 
Um, in doing this for years, I've trained up um, hundreds of uh, fleet owners around the country, around the United States and abroad. It's just, it's a formula that I teach and show them how to buy, show them how to find drivers, show them how to run the company. And so anyone interested in that, you can obviously hit me up. But that's how I got into it. And, you know, I always say the only way you learn about a business is you, you dive in and you have to do it. You actually have to physically do it. So yeah. I, I dipped and dabbled in UberX. It was at the time just didn't satisfy me, was not enough money. I did Excel probably for two or three months, maybe even four max. It got better. And this and, and this was what 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 year are we talking about? This is like the Travis Kalanick times, right? Um, yeah, I, I would say around about 2012. Okay, so good, good ten years ago, right? Yeah. And and the money was good. I mean, pe people that drove at that time will remember what the split was. You were making money, right? I mean, for example, on an Uber SUV platform, you were getting four dollars something per mile. You you were earning money, mm -hmm. and so. Um, you know, be, being on, on Uber and Lyft, for example, I then w went off into the SUV and Lux areas, the, the higher echelons. And, and, you know, if you were driving Uber and Lyft and doing a combination of private uh, trips, which, which I teach as well at the gig, on the Gig Rocket platform, how to, how to actually start building out your private clientele, you were actually making really, really good money. Today, you look at 2023, what UberX uh, drivers are earning or just, you know, in the in the bottom sort of lift regular category, there's just hardly any money there anymore. So people are getting uh, fed up, you know, with the, oh, yeah. with, 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 and he's very much understating that guys, if you haven't watched Torsten before, he usually gets much more worked up about this and he would not be just so casually saying, that. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> so I get, I really, I get really fired up because it, it upsets me what they get away with, you know, and, and yeah. how, how, how drivers have to constantly adapt. Like, I mean, we're like driving chameleons, changing our colors every single day just to adapt to their craziness, right? To adapt to these algorithms. And that, it, it, it creates so much anxiety. Uh, it's, it's, it's created a lot of anger. You, you can see more and more strikes, boycotts, protests, et cetera, happening. But, um, you know, those two are dear to me obviously earnings right you, you should earn your worth of course. Uh, because you're putting in the hours so how do i earn my worth and then the other is you know how am i kept safe and 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 you know when you look at safety i mean it's just it's just gone downhill i yeah. mean it, riders are using these platforms today to lure in drivers into traps and to you know carjackings have gone through the roof, stabbings, murders, sexual assaults, and mm -hmm. on and on. And, and both ways too, customer to pass to driver, driver to yeah. not as not as much, yeah. not as often the driver. But... Yeah, and I, you know, it, 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 these companies need to address both sides. They need to keep they need to keep drivers safe and riders safe, right? There are obviously some protection mechanisms built in for riders. We know that, but um, they they just turning the other way when it comes to driver safety sort of pretending like this topic doesn't exist yeah and and it's hurting them big time like in the in the in the court of um public opinion uh, just these daily stories uh the media tv newspapers just running stories on these carjackings etc cannot be helping uber and lyft at all 
cannot. You know. So, so speaking of the sexual assaults, I heard you hit on that. That is what our the last time we did a podcast. That was kind of the main topic. We might have talked about a couple other things, but it was pretty much that. And there was a lot of it going on. This was 2021, um, halfway th- just a little past halfway through the year. So, I mean, guys, we were probably, you know, like 15, 16 months into the pandemic. And it was weird times still. Um, but um, the, the last time we did that, um, regarding the violence, sexual assault that were being done around the rideshare space, other spaces... From since that podcast, which was, you know, end of 2021 ish to now, have things gotten better, same, worse, in your opinion? Um, honestly, I think they've got gotten worse. And, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, I, 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 did a, I did a study. I, I did follow up and speak to a lot of um, female drivers around the country. And, and I was, you know, horrified um, when I heard that these perpetrators, for example, a drunk man, drunk rider gets into the car, um, has, has, a, has a female driver, right? And, and thinks that, you know, because he paid that trip, he can do or say what he wants. It's not just about, you know, it, it's about the comments that they make, um, sometimes even physically reaching out, trying to touch them. Or, or I mean, this, the, it, it, it saddened me that a lot of these women reported that a lot of these guys that maybe did get kicked off were back on the platform in another lady's car two two weeks later right so so Mm -hmm. the 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 problem is the problem's not fixed um the 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 rider you know creates a new email um uploads another picture and they're back doing the same shenanigans and 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 you know there, there were a lot of interviews done with 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 women but obviously also you know um it, it goes for both sexes, male and female, and it goes both ways. You I mean you have you have problem drivers out there that mm-hmm. are using platforms for the wrong reasons, right? Yeah, and and getting a little bit too flirtatious towards customers, you know. And and I, I want to remind drivers, you you got to be really really careful what you say. You know, if you, if you say, "Are you wearing a beautiful dress today?" It can be taken the wrong way, yeah. right? Next. You know, you have a you have a whole write up against you, and you're defending, defending, and defending. Maybe even kicked off the platform. So you have to be you have to keep it a professional at all times. You cannot cross that line, right? Words yeah. wise, physical wise, yeah. both, right? And 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 so there are drivers out there that um, use the platform for the wrong reasons, but there are many, many, and I, I want to say male riders. Uh, you know, taking advantage if they do have a female uh, driver and they think, okay, you know, here, here's my opportunity, and 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 they'll they'll try it out. You know, they'll they'll try their luck. Uh, the, yep. These women don't enjoy that, and you know, we, um, I don't know what the exact percentage is of male to female um, drivers on the platform on Uber and Lyft, but you know, when I look at my YouTube analytics, mm-hmm. it's two percent male, eight percent female, right? Yeah. So I, I would guess that the majority of gig workers out there, you know, obviously if you do, especially gig, in the rideshare space, in the right, we're talking in the rideshare yeah, space. I mean, yes, it's, it's sort of a male business. When it comes to food deliveries and that, the percentage looks completely different. You know, that's a much, uh, that's a much even uh, playing field, yeah. right? But then 
don't have the, the, the issues of sexual harassment, et cetera, in food delivery. So it saves space. But on rideshare, um, you know, it's gotten worse and worse. And, and, and sadly, um, if, you know, situations break out in the car, um, it, it, it sometimes escalates, right? It escalates to something bigger. And, and we've mm-hmm. seen, you know, we've seen female drivers get murdered. Who knows how it started off? Right in that car, but but there, there are a lot of um, stabbings and murders reported more than ever before, and and again a lot of that data doesn't even make its way into the statistics into the books. Right, a lot of that data is just pushed aside. So I think what we see as numbers, you know, they 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 declared their numbers for the first time, Lyft and then Uber what these sexual assaults were i think that's a fraction honestly a fraction yeah i of, don't of what the truth is yeah i mean who's conducting these studies too exactly. exactly you know i mean if you guys got i mean this is just common sense guys if 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 lyft or uber has any hand in that at all even if it was no no we didn't do anything monetarily we just suggested the, i guarantee you there's a there's a money trail there exactly so exactly. I, I see yeah. I see I see this and I'm thinking we have this in Atlanta too, a woman for woman option for rideshare. Um I'm not I'm not sure how it's going for them, but I don't think again, I don't think that solves the problem because a woman or a man can order a rideshare for somebody else. Happens yes. all the time. I mean, you can deal with it how you want as a driver, but it happens all the time. Yeah, I mean you got you got a lot of third parties in your vehicle and you know a lot of underage kids. Uh, yeah, that was always by, my thing. You know, mm-hmm. ordered by, and, and and it's dangerous. I mean, we had we had a situation yesterday in Queensland, Australia, where a 17-year-old murdered a driver, a male driver called Scott or Scotty, they call them, right? It was yeah. a very loved, loved guy by a lot of people in that community. So, I mean, what are these, um, if those are the rules and regulations, what are these 15, 16, 17-year-old kids doing in the car why are they using the platforms under their mother's name father's name friend's name to carjack right so that that that's where uber and lyft have to dive in and say listen there's so much we can do here right um they need to educate the account holder yeah um, more aggressively hey you know um if 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 a, a driver reports that there's a 16 or 17 year old in the car um, and it was initiated by a mother or by a father ordering, you know, the, the accounts have to be closed. You, you, yeah. you can't just give them a free ride. If you give everyone a free ride, word gets out and people start misusing the platform. So, you know, a lot of people are getting away with way too much there. There's, there's, there's not enough policing going on by Uber and Lyft um as far as safety goes and you know if every dollar doesn't matter what background you have you know mm-hmm. whether, whether you have past felonies we the the, the um the, the person that killed the lift driver in florida just the other day the 70 year old yeah, man drove him up to carolinas that, that, or that rider in that car was wanted for a murder in another county right so we, yeah. we, where are Uber and Lyft collecting their data from? They're probably not collecting anything at all. It, it, like, it's okay. Whoever's in that vehicle, yeah. you know, as long as they pay, as long as they have 
some sort of prepaid card or if they're a third party, somebody else is paying. We don't ask any questions. We, you know, that no. needs to stop. You know, that if, 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 I know that um, a lot of these executives of these companies tune into your show. So I would like to tell them directly, it needs to stop. You guys have to do a far, far better job when it comes to safety, you know. 100, 100%. And, you know, and, and they're, they're investing millions and millions of dollars in making the apps prettier, uh, you know, doing these, uh, the, these, these driver uh, think tanks and, and implementing things that they say the driver wants. But what, what the drivers really want is to be kept safe. So, you know, go spend $50, $100 million there and, and, and pay yeah. them. You know, pay them, pay them well. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure it's not just me, Torsten. I'm sure that maybe maybe not as much lately, but you have had run-ins like I have, where you get you 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 know you end up somewhere and it's an underage kid, um, 16 or something from a high school, and you yeah. tell them no, and even the parent actually takes the time to call you, yeah, and fight exactly. on behalf of the kid, knowing well, that it's not okay. Yeah, and. Right there and then, I mean, you have a choice, right? You, you can end the trip. Uh, you could have a, you know, you could educate the parent. They obviously see it one way. Oh, you know, my kids, my kids been in Uber and Lyfts before. Why, why are you suddenly acting like this, right? Yeah. Well, me or, or, or father, you should know. You should know better. You should know what you signed there. You know, your kid cannot be in the car. Now, if, if, if it's a, a licensed vehicle, by the state, a licensed transportation vehicle, obviously it's a whole different story. You know, that's where uh, underage kids can travel on, but they're not willing to pay that money. You know, they're not right. willing to um, hire a TCP driver for a yeah. kid in California. It's too much money. I mean, so, I did li I did limos for about just a little over a year. And yeah. right as I was starting kind of ride share too. So I was doing both at the same time around 2015. So cool. Yeah. And so I got, but I, I had to, you know, like paying your dues coming into a, a company, my dues were, um, uh, you know, end of school season, taking high schoolers. That's what all the drivers wanted. They didn't want the proms. Right. And so there you get the proms. But I mean, even at the proms, you have some parents card most, and I'll, I don't even know if I can say one time it didn't happen. Every time that I would go pick up kids, there was some parent, at least one that came out and met me. Definitely, they want to I mean, see. It wasn't. It wasn't like how they treat rideshare, where they're just getting in, and going. My parents know I'm using their account. It's like the parent came out and said, "Hi, thank you for doing this tonight." You know, is there? As you, know. you for a private driver, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then you know, entrusting uh, a child with a driver is it, it's a huge thing. And 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 I just want to. Um, tell any driver out there that does Uber and Lyft, if you if you ever think of going in that direction, you a you are a true independent contractor. You set your rates. Mm -hmm. um, driving children for parents is, is is a big money maker. As long as you learn how to communicate, you know, with the parents, we are here. Your kids want this. We're dropping off Jack. We're going to go now and drop off Jill. Uh, parents love that when you keep them in the mix where their children are because that's all they care about, right? You yep. know, I, I drive a lot of 15, 16, 17 year old kids in groups, five, six, seven of them, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of weekends. And it's really all about communicating with the parents. And once you do that, oh, my God, referral after referral after referral. Right. right? I mean, even and the like parents said, outside, they, they shake your hand. Nice to meet you. Thank yes. you. Yes. 
taking care of our kids tonight, um, have a good time. Uh, it's 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 a whole different, it's yeah. a whole different way than uh, get you know picking up an underage kid on the Uber and Lyft platform where they already know what they're doing is is wrong, and then they try to you know sort of BS their way into the car. And you know you, you're if you're a veteran driver, you can see if the kid's underage. You can see that they, you know, using another account. And, um, you know, you just have to learn where do you draw the line? Do you allow teenagers in your car and accept anything and everything? Or do you actually play by the book? You know, you, you guys, I one thing I will say to the to the end of my days on this one, guys, don't take minors. 100%. You know, Do first of all, the insurance companies don't even really have the 50% of your back they're supposed to, unless you're like in phase three, zero, one, and two, they have some wait, wiggle room to get out of it. So you're really just left with your insurance. And I don't care what policy you're carrying. If you're not licensed to take a child, it doesn't matter what written permission or anything you have, you can't be taking that child. Exactly. So if so, you got in an accident, and I mean, God forbid, but if you got in an accident and your car crashed and the kid died and it wasn't your fault, it was a drunk driver even, you still are very much on the line for that kid. Absolutely. And they will come after you. So you and you, yeah. and you said Uber and Lyft are going to protect you in that lawsuit? Absolutely not. Right. They said, well, yeah. you should have, you know, you should have said no to the kid. So now they'll push all the blame on you. And like you said, God forbid, I hope it never happens to anyone. I hope no one gets into an accident with an Uber or Lyft underage kid on board, you know, we just pray it never happens, but it, it may, it just may happen one day. Yep. And you, you picked up the kid in the wrong place, wrong age, and you ended up in an accident and then it's over, you know, it, it truly is over. Yeah. I, I 100% agree. I mean, I think those kind of things are what people don't get. They're like, well, I'm called, I'm cover I got commercial insurance now. Okay. But, yep. I don't even care if they told you wrong. Your commercial insurance isn't covering that. I don't care who you, you guys can call multiple places. They'll all tell you the same. So um, exactly. So if somebody told you differently, I would go get a second opinion, by the way, because I'm sure Torsten, just like me, I still get people who are like, wait, what do you mean you can't take minors? Now they might be newer to the rideshare game, but I'm always yeah. blown away by that. But not even just like, oh, you didn't read the TOS. Cause I know a lot don't, but that just seems like common sense to me yeah. anyway. I mean, like I 2015 when, when there really wasn't anything about this out there, I knew not to take a minor. Right. I just, and I mean, it's been in the terms of service forever and yeah. you no, know, and, and you know, maybe it's our, our job to sadly, it's our job to educate these parents. Sorry, I can't take your kid. It, it, it's Uber and Lyft that should be sending out reminders constantly right um but and you 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 and i probably both know the same reason why they won't do it though they won't risk anything that loses them a dollar nothing they will yeah. take a dollar from anyone with any yep. background any age yep. that's if they, yeah. they'll take a dollar if they're putting you in danger 100 percent. and that's 100%. that's another big problem so i mean that that on its own a lot of you guys might be like a lot of people listening might be like, I don't know if that's quite true. But I'm <laughs> I'm telling you, I've, I have seen situations, I've talked to drivers, I know Torsten has too, that I'm telling you guys that they know what's sketchy, what's not. They're putting people in danger. They know it. They, they, they know exactly what they're doing. But, you know, you've signed 
you've signed this arbitration agreement. You basically signed your 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 life away that you can't go after them. Uh, you know, you 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 would have had to opt out of every single agreement from the day you drove. Every every time it was updated, you would have to opt out. And there's yeah. very very people that opted out from the very very beginning from day one, right? Yeah. So. Um, you know, if, if you if you truly have opted out of every single one of their arbitration agreements from day one, you know, you would have you, you would have some legs to stand on if it if, if it went into civil court. But everything gets pushed to an arbitrator. Um, insurance will, you know, they, they'll <laughs> they don't want to they don't want to pay out. They'll fight like crazy. And, and Uber and Lyft are notorious for not paying out. So good luck driving yeah. underage if you get into an accident just an absolute no-no and we we need to get that across i'm glad that you know you and i are so aligned on that yeah. and and but, but there's still drivers out there willing to take that risk and i i hope you don't pay the price i really i hope it doesn't happen to you i really you know i i and i don't understand how that risk is worth it we're talking dollars now like and i'm not any amount of dollars shouldn't be worth the risk but i'm saying like we're talking minuscule amounts of money and they're taking the risk. That's just ridiculous. It is. Um, this is where I was hoping David would be here. Hopefully we'll be here in a second. This was part one. I really wanted him to touch on the, we've talked about it before on this weekly program, um, the personal dispatch system at Para, because a lot of that is about safety too. Um, you can, you know, there's now a thing being worked on for like um, areas of area codes that you can zone out that you don't want to work. Okay. That's another yep. feature, you know, like, Great feature. And as an independent contractor, you should be entitled to that. Right. right. So they, the, the companies may not like that feature. Yeah. And again, it's going to cost them dollars here and there. Yeah. But, but, you know, these are all these perimeters that you can build in with great apps like Para that, yeah. that you basically get to choose or you get to choose who you want in your car. Well, you know, I'm going to cut out those zip codes. Um, what was that other thing you brought up? I love that, that flagging, that flagging. Feature. Yeah. The flagging feature is big. I mean, these, you know, it's like they took away the DoorDash tip transparency, you guys. And I know you all remember that because we talk about yeah. it all the time, but here's the thing. That was just one thing. Like the flagging feature to me is huge. That's, that's a huge feature. That's, you know, sharing that information with other drivers. Yes. Uh, preparing other drivers um, you know, what, what, what that individual, uh, you know, may have done to you in your car, you may prohib, you know, you may save another driver from a lot of headaches and a lot of frustrations and a lot of money with this, this flagging system. So, yeah. And, and you're right. People, people tend to remember a draw, you know, Oh, para DoorDash. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's so much bigger. It's so much bigger. You got to really move on from just this para uh, DoorDash relationship, you got to look and, and, and just go, go do yourself a favor, go to the website yeah. and, and study all of the features that they're bringing out. And, and it sounds like he's really trying to make a, an all encompassing, you know, um, an app that takes care of everything. Yeah. Right? We even, you know, we even have ParaWorks in there now and it's launched in a handful of cities. I mean, like we're offering better paying gigs, but like any startup, you know this too, Torsten, we were talking backstage before we started, but yes, we have one of the biggest things that Para has is a database of active drivers who are good at their job 
that we can recommend to these platform or these restaurants and things that don't want to work with DoorDash upcharging 10 to 30% an item, adding in 15 subline charges and I mean, paying an extra hundred dollars for 20 bucks in food. We're trying to make it so that you can get your 20 bucks in food, but instead of the hundred, pay 45 to the driver who would normally get seven. Great. You know, and just kind of take out all the BS and no more upcharging and that kind of stuff. And it's been interesting. You know, we have, we have some, uh, some bigger companies coming to us, but we have to prove that we have enough drivers in the market for them to get interested. Yeah. But I mean, even, you know, even in those small markets, you always, you'll always find 50 or a hundred para drivers. And just that, that data alone can be essential for a small market. So big or small, whether it's a metropolitan city or a small city, you'll always be able to provide solid data. Right. And it's, yeah. and this is what drivers, you know, drivers is not just behind about getting behind the wheel switching on your app fulfilling these trips uh a to b you, you got to really start looking and analyzing data right especially in your first sort of like your first four to eight weeks where do i earn the most money what times which companies and if, and then if a company is doing all of that for you i mean you know and i mean how much easier has your life suddenly become right yeah um, Especially if you're in control of it, which goes, which is again, why I can talk on behalf of David on the personal dispatch system. It's just something that he, it's been his drive. I actually talk to him all the time about it and I love it, but it's, it's, it's more than just your average filtering app and other things like that. And, you know, collecting miles and helping you with this or that. It's actually like, I know that those filtering apps you tweak out however you want to, but this is He's kind of thinking outside the box and beyond into like not quite like a chat GPT AI, but an I an AI that actually learns from you what yeah. you like and tries to make sure that's what you're getting, not from the platforms though, who do opposite. So if you're if people are thinking, yeah, that's what all the platforms do, and then they work it against us, this one would actually work for you. Yeah, well, the platforms, as we sort of move, you know, 22 into 23 and beyond, it's it's less and less transparency. Keep keep the driver in the dark, right? Mm-hmm. Comes a guessing game. So and 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 actually, Para is moving in the direction of more and more transparency, using the data, and 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 really showing you what works and what doesn't work, right? Because the algorithm, if you look at the algorithm al- algorithms and the way these engineers you know, are, are designing at the moment. I mean, you know, we, we, we briefly touched on this, you know, the, the upfront pricing or the trip radar. This is like, you are completely in the dark here. If you do not have this one-on-one conversation with your rider afterwards and compare apps and, and how much did you pay, look what I earned, you, you'd, you'd never know, right? Yeah. And then I'm actually enjoying um, a lot of the text messages and emails and screenshots that I'm getting is because more and more, even Sergio and, and and a lot of the other guys are promoting, you know, uh, the, the the cherry picking. Take what's your what what you know what you believe is your worth. Don't drive for pennies. Start yep. comparing, communicating with riders. Get that data. Get that transparency. So you're in the know. Um, you know, you got to see what these margins are. You you can't just blindly go in there. And, and start driving eight, 10 hours and say, oh, I hope it adds up to something, right? Uh, you know, so yeah, tra- transparency, sadly, sadly, has become less and less. 
uh, with these rideshare companies. Um, well, they they don't they don't want you to see what that what you know what that ride is being charged, and 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 riders you think riders are happy they they just as unhappy as we are at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. Truth, proof. The whole system is yeah. But so while we're on transparency, so as long as I've known David, which was before Para, met him very shortly after the pandemic started, like days actually. Um, it was like April, 2020 when David and I met and he was doing autonomy.jobs before Para and him and I have been about hundred percent transparency. And we said, listen, if they can get to hundred percent transparency, don't penalize us for not taking offers or rides and, um, and show us everything we need to know miles upfront fee, even if the pay is horrible, that becomes on us. And it feels more like an independent contractor role. Totally. But I now mean, I'm starting to even want to add to that a little bit. bit and I'm thinking like, um, because, you know, if they're doing all that, and I still stand by this, we really don't have anybody to blame but ourselves if we're taking bad offers. Correct. But is that is is this still enough? Or do the platforms have a responsibilities to, to drivers to keep us safer, real names, real, real pictures? Um, RF codes that know that your phones are in a proximity of each other. So you got the right rider and the right driver. I, I don't know. I, I, I mean, are they just the middleman now? Then if they're showing everything up front, are they saying, Hey, we don't deal with anything else. We're just passing along the offers and good luck. Yeah. Well, I, I think that obviously that formula works out best for the house, you know, yeah. that this, this upfront pricing is a, is a, is a, is a printing machine for Uber and, and they've really capitalized on that a lot in the last quarter. I mean, they had to, there, there was so much pressure on these executives to start showing money in this last quarter. Right. Uh, they delivered, you know, I mean, yeah. so these are rather fudgy numbers with the EBITDA and everything, but um, you know, Wall Street loved it. The financial world loved it. And, and you saw what, wh how the stocks paid quite the opposite with Lyft, obviously, but um, I don't know how long they can get away with this game, you know, um, uh, frustrating the rider with ultra high prices, pushing it and pushing it up, seeing where the threshold is, uh, because people are not willing to pay astronomic fees when they arrive at an airport and they have to get home. And they know that they can own the only way to get home is with an Uber Lyft or a taxi. And, you know, the company has them and will take advantage of them. And they hate that. They absolutely hate that. I couldn't pick up my wife uh, a few months ago from the airport and she said, you don't worry, I'm going to take an Uber and Lyft. And, and she was sending me the screenshots, you know, midday of what these guys, wow. I'm like, I was blown away what, 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 what they thought they could get away with. So riders are upset. Drivers know that communicating more and more with riders, they realize what, what the split is. And it's, it's almost looking more like, you know, 70 for the house, 30% for the driver, yeah. uh, you know, or, or, or 40, 60, if you're lucky. Right. And, 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 and you're right. It's it, the, the driver has to make the choice. Uh, do I continue down this road, accepting this nonsense? Right. Or do I stand up and do something about it? Now, there are some countries that have been like more radical in the approach that, you know, the, the, the French, uh, you know, they got the government more involved and, you know, there are minimums now of like $8.25 per trip. And yeah. um, 
we should look at some of which is how bigger cities and cabs used to work even if you were joking and drunk and being like take just take me a block down the road it was like the minimum nine bucks or whatever it was like okay fine nine bucks it it's up to us to you know are are we going to accept everything um or are we actually going to work together as drivers and start standing for a for a minimum certain cities have fought more than others new york has been very vocal lately pittsburgh just stood up denver was very loud mm-hmm. so i i see this movement uh, growing in 2023 more and more upset because the numbers are just not working anymore right you got all the you got your insurance your your maintenance your car your payments your gas and then you're looking at this 70 30 split it's just not panning out anymore so i don't yeah. know how much more pain and abuse drivers can take but we're we're there. We're at that tipping point right now where it's boiling over. And yeah. in some countries, like I said, it already the pressure cooker went off. Uh, they they got mad. You know, they 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 got together and 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 they got certain things achieved. And and we can do the same here as well. I, I know we can. We're just too fragmented. We have two we have all these small little associations and a couple of unions and organizations, but what we really need is like all of them coming together with some collective power, not just this fragmented power. Yeah. And really listen and really listening to everybody too. Yeah, Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I do want to, I do want to mention this, that, um, so, okay. Now that we're talking about upfront, pricing and the rate card kind of has gone away in most markets i you know here in mine the rate card for x was at 55 cents so 58.5 cents uh tax deduction that became 60 cents midway through the year so they were the whole last year they were over what they're paying you in the deduction alone exactly and then they even raised it the deduction and it's still so i mean that that should speak volumes to people too so yeah. I am a, more of a fa- a fan of the upfront. Hey, look, here's here's where you're picking up. Show me the map. Here's where you're dropping off. Allow me to take any route I want because I might know that time of day in Denver. I don't want to take your route. Allow me to use all my tools at my disposal. Um, allow me to make the decision without penalty. But I feel like if you show me that, if you show me where I'm picking up, where I'm dropping off, what the what I'm going to be paid. At that point, I'm going to be honest. I don't feel like it's any of my business what Uber's being paid, if they're going to do yeah. it correctly. But then it's then it's truly up to you, right? If they are yes. as transparent as you say, and all of those factors line up, I then get to make the choice. But I shouldn't be punished, or right. I shouldn't be receiving threatening messages via email. Hey, your you know your cancellation, your acceptance rate is going down if you continue along this route. You know, you you may be deactivated. I mean, it's just like fear, constant fear messages, fear marketing, and unfortunately, um, you know, it, 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 people then just start accepting everything. We we should be able to operate exactly as you said. Oh, great! There's the destination out. Yep, you don't want to pass on that one. This one is okay. This offer is fine. All of the factors line up. I'm going for this one, right? But you know. And and yeah, it's it's it, it sounds more and more like like um, smart cherry picking, but the 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 threats should be left out or the deactivations yeah. should be left out. It's it's just like, I mean, how much of an independent contractor are we truly at the end of the day? 
if this is like sort of like this double double standards that they're constantly playing, right? But yeah, I agree with you. If everything was if if, if it was a safe environment to 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 work in, we didn't have to fear these messages of fear deactivation, then yes, then it's truly up to the driver. You know, what are my standards? My standards may differ from yours. I may have a a, a car that I bought for six thousand, the other bought a car for thirty-five thousand dollars. So some people are setting the bar a little higher per trip, some a little bit lower. Yep. Right. So, you know, it, it'll sort of even out because you know, there's a lot of. And the worse the prices, the worse the cars are going to be. Right. Right. I mean, hands down, you know, that's I remember when Uber had like when I was a when when I was proud to wash my car every day, when I was proud to put gas in it at the end of the day, because I knew it came in the morning when I wake up, it's going to be perfect. Yeah. So I do and all that I, after my day was over. But that, you know, that pride that you and I had, we're going years back now, right? 2015 that, that, yeah. right now because even just cleaning your car and that just adds to your expenses you are right now cutting everywhere right yeah. like you, you're even driving and and you know i i didn't care where i filled up gas uh, at that time because i was making money now now people will drive you know 10 15 minutes and and maybe save 20 30 cents per gallon at a specific like this is where we are right now is that we have to look at every cent, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and keeping that car clean was associated with cost, whether you took it to a valet service, whether you took it through the car wash, right? Um, you know, you, you, you were okay spending that money because you were making the money, right? And, and that's sort of, that, that's gone. I mean, I, I've sat in the back of some Uber and Lyft cars. It, it looked disgusting in the back there, right? But mm-hmm. there's no, motivation there's no motivation for the driver to 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 clean up because you're paying me pennies so why do i all this extra work for you if i'm not even going to get a tip from you right Right. and i'm paid and i understand the tipping you know i understand where the rider is coming from when it comes to tipping because the rider's rates have shot up 38 40 percent right the money is just not there for that extra little five or ten bucks that they used to pay Gladly, gladly, um, five, six, seven, ten years ago, they would gladly pay that. That money is not there for the ride anymore. Just that free money to hand out. So, you yeah. know, you're not getting. If you're seeing your tips diminishing, if if people are not um, valuing you and 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 paying you a tip, he's like, well, why should I keep keep my car clean? You know, why what? So, I mean, it's. It's deteriorated the service. It really which, which is weird. Like you would never take your wife and you out to a dinner yeah. and just have enough for the dinner, not the tip. Exactly. You would exactly. never do that. Never. I mean, I, I, I'm a big tipper. And, and, and in fact, you know, for example, if, if I see a waiter has gone beyond for me, right? The food doesn't even have to be that great. But the, but the waiter has done, you know. Uh, 30, 40% easily. I, I, I love, and, and they love that. And I leave a nice message, you know, excellent service. You know, my food may not have been that great, but excellent service, yeah. right? And and it's, it, I think riders would like to tip, but but if you, if, if you know, Laura, my wife paid just for a regular, I think, Uber X from the airport. Um, what used to be, you know, 80, 90 at most. I mean, they wanted like peak time. They wanted 158, you know. Oh. So she 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 walked over to the taxis and the taxi guy said, well, what what did they quote you? She said 158. He says, I'll do it for 130, hmm. right? So 
people, you know, people will maybe look at the savings and then jump into a taxi. I mean, go, I don't know if you've been to LAX. Um, I mean, I have many times in my life, but not since the pandemic. Right. Like LAX used to be a big, big money maker for Uber and Lyft. It, mm -hmm. it, but but when, when you start paying people 35, 40 cents per mile from an airport, right? right. And why, where's my incentive to go and work at LAX? So they, they're losing so much money at these big airports. They are literally sabotaging and hurting their own business. I mean, I do not know sometimes who's running the show over there. So right. let me what? let me ask you this then, and then I have one last question for you. But let me ask you this first: like, if okay, if if you were if you were given the ability right now to deal with okay, here's upfront pricing that's transparent. Here was the old rate cards. Here's everything going on. Uh, what? How? How would? And I. When I say this, I, I'm going to add the caveat that it needs to be fair to the driver, the customer, and yes, sadly, even the companies. But how would you reconfigure this at this point after the mess they've made? It, you know, so right now, I honestly think that in the last year, they've done so much damage to themselves, right, mm -hmm. David? Because it was very, very short-term thinking. We, 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 we got to show big, big numbers in a quarter. And if, if they can deliver on that or, or above their promises, I mean, you just watch the stock goes insane, right? They can cook the numbers right. and, and there's an influx of money again and they can do things, right? I mean, look, look at it um, before I answer your question. Remember two or three months ago, they were, they were telling these people, hey, get to this diamond status, thousand points, whatever. We have mm -hmm. these bonuses on February the 1st, right? Well, February the 1st payout um, very few drivers got the money, right? The money was delayed. It was delayed, was delayed. So they didn't have to show those numbers on the books, right, in this last quarter. They're going to have to show those numbers in the next quarter, right? Mm -hmm. but, but basically said, oh, they, you know, and, and, and I, I read the, 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 the messages. Like, if it was like, where's my money? I'm supposed to get paid. Oh, sorry, there's a glitch. There's a problem with the system. It'll be in the next six, seven days. So they delayed the payout so that they didn't have to show these monies that they paid out. So they really cooked the books in this last quarter. They really did so much damage. Now, going back to your question, the upfront pricing, if everything were aligned, if, 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 if the rider felt, okay, you know, what, what I'm paying here is, is fair, and, and the, the driver truly had the choice to to, to use upfront pricing as an independent contractor, right? With, without any punishment With, if they choose not to. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And yes. the company, well, that, that would truly be the best recipe for the, the safest recipe for the company moving forward, right? They would consistently make money and they could, they could grow it organically. But I think they've done so much damage because how do you start bringing the prices down if you've already jacked them up so much for for riders, you can say, "Oh, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna cut your prices twenty percent, right? right? We want to feel good about it." No, they it it it's it's hard to adjust right now, right? And 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 the drivers have been have been burnt. They they yes. really have been burnt. They've been pushed and squeezed like a lemon. Every last little drop out of them, and yeah. and a lot of 
I mean, I, I read it in the comments of the videos, record numbers leaving. Oh, what the, yeah, and obviously they're recruiting and they have another marketing machine bringing in new drivers. But a lot of guys or, or a lot of newbies get into this. 60 days, they get spoiled. Then they're in the algorithm and they're not making money. Not even on, you're not even money making money on upfront pricing. Every now and again, you'll get lucky if it's peak time Friday, Saturday or so. You throw a surge into the mix, et cetera. And, and, and maybe that one, that's the trip that I'll take. I'll make some money on that. But but it's it's it's, it's a waiting game. It's sitting around waiting for a deal that makes sense. Mo most of the smart drivers are just like, pass, 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 pass. Okay, yeah. one looks okay, but I'm still going to pass. Doesn't hit my minimum. This one looks okay, and off they go, right? And, and Sergio speaks the the explains it so well better than any other yeah. person yeah. right i really think he's he 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 connects with a driver because he explains it so well yeah I, I tend to tell drivers there's there's a lot of other opportunities out there you, you need to start thinking direction of true independent contract and and form your own llc and your own company and capitalize on everything that you've learned even veterans i mean you've learned so much in five or six seven years now it's time for you to to move on right and the risk is not that big oh the growing curve i've been doing this since 2015 and i've expanded all different kinds of apps now too but the growing yep. curve never ends for me yeah there's always something change there's there's a curveball every week there's a new app every couple months there's a yeah, and there's you know, a new, new there's a new pilot project that uber and lyft are rolling out every month so it's a yeah. it's a constant experiment I mean, we like little guinea pigs that constantly get experimented with. And if Uber or Lyft see that something works in their favor, they'll they'll keep it, right? So I think sure. upfront pricing uh, works for them, right? Um, it's just I, if they cut it down too much, it goes back to like here. Here it is, fifteen month, fifteen months ago, you and I were doing a podcast, and we were talking about these two companies, the two rideshare giants in the United States, on a race to the bottom. Yes. Because if one took a penny off, the other one took two yes. immediately. Exactly. And so, so what kind of drivers are you going to have? What kind of cars are you going to have if you keep doing this, though? Well, I mean, it, it, you know, that goes, like you said, you took pride once upon a time cleaning your car and everything. I, I think the service has deteriorated. The heart is not in the business anymore, right? You yeah. know, a driver's heart is not in there. You know, you, you, you should be able to take pride and have a shining car on the outside, inside, outside. You know, if, if you are a limo driver and you have your own company and, 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 and you're doing private clients, believe me, that pride always stays there every single time. Oh, yeah. That, that pride is there. Right. But yeah. with 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 the way you've been treated, with the way you've been kept safe, zero safety, with the with the way you've been paid, um, you know, why should a driver show all of this pride and additional work? You yeah. know, when, when you, like tips, like what is a tip? A lot of people say, I don't, I don't even get a single, people say, I don't even get a single tip. Man, that upsets me because there was once upon a time where every second trip was, a, was almost tipping to some degree. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter what dollar amount, but those tips added up and paid for your gas for the entire week. That's yeah. gone. It's gone, you know, and of course, but like you said, they took the driver rate down. They brought the passenger rate up. And let's be honest, 
um, and this goes right into the last thing I want to discuss here is that let's be honest, the one company that reported a profit, those profits weren't from the 2.1 billion rides they did. It wasn't from rideshare or from or from the food portion or any of that. It was from investments. Right. And even exactly. that's questionable if it's profit, really. I, I don't know. Well, I'm, I mean, you know, it's it, it, the, the, the EBITDA, the way they are reporting on the numbers is probably the most, you know, wish-washy. The, 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 people, true investors don't, 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 would, would never really back Uber and Lyft, right? They, they, you, yeah. you might say, okay, Lyft is down at nine. There's a chance, you know, I, I, made, I made some money when it was down at nine. I said, how much lower can it go? It was on $9 something. And I said, you know, if it goes up to 14, I'm going to sell. I've, I've made good money, right? So I, I bought it just to play money, a couple of grand, right? And mm -hmm. Gorman shot past 14. It went up to, gosh, what did it go? It went up to 17 something. And then, it, and, and then uh, Uber announced its numbers, Lyft announced its numbers, and it just tanked like 30 something percent, right? So people are still playing the markets with Uber and Lyft. There, there's a lot of volatility. Oh, sure. But there's nothing consistent there, right? You you go in and you spend all this money on 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 driverless cars and get into bed with all these companies, and then a couple of years later, you you you're yeah. selling. That yeah, it yeah. doesn't make sense. Autonomous so, VTOLs. Yeah, I mean you you remember as well as I do in the 2016-17 area era, they were going to have vertical takeoff and landing cars, and come on, come all on, these guys. We barely can we barely can land a drone correctly. Yeah, so <laughs> it's <laughs> but again, yeah. it was it was just you know um, creating some hype in the media to keep investors happy. Look, this is where we're going. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't see any of those uh, fancy uh, vehicles out. Not not happening for quite quite some time. It's still going to be uh, rideshare and food deliveries. And they better do a good job surviving. Uh, Lyft I, is in dangerous territory, super dangerous territory. And that's that's what I wanted to end with here was I know that you for years you've been dealing with this. I know you've, you've got some history with these companies. Yeah. Um, I, we all have history with these companies. You have a little different history with these companies. So they've really gotten under your skin. I know that you help teach people to do their own businesses or maybe even have a couple car fleet or whatever they're doing, or even just be single person. But what happens, what's going, I mean, like, I think we can all see what's going on with Lyft. It's not, it's not just losing money right now anymore. It's, it's in a straight nosedive with, I don't think any sign of, I mean, they tried to go to other countries. They're not anymore. They talked about the food space. They never did it. Micro mobility yep. failure. I mean, right. Lyft is kind of, Here's how I see Lyft. I don't know. Maybe you see it differently, but I used to do a ton of Lyft, a ton until like about 2018, 27, 2018. They just hit the brakes and decided the things that they were doing, which in my market were better. Let's just follow Uber out of nowhere and do exactly what they're doing. And yep. it happened in like a day. And all of a sudden I found myself laughing about Uber all this time while I was doing a lot of Lyft. Now all of a sudden I was going to Uber because Lyft was doing the exact same thing, but paying less. Yeah. And ever since then, it's gone downhill. Now, where are we at though? Now they're kind of, they've gone public. They're at the very bottom of their value. 
what happens and what happens if they do go under well i think what what i what i think obviously counted in uber's favor is they had they had the food delivery side and they did very very well during the pandemic what lyft had to offer during the pandemic was the same old same old right yeah. like you said they didn't they 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 were followers they were not creators they just followed in uber's lifts uh, in, in uber's footsteps but they missed the boat when it came to build building out a food delivery or, or at least acquiring a couple of companies and incorporating the food delivery sector. I mean, they have the clients, right? They already have all the people enrolled. They have the apps. They have the Lyft app. They're doing the ride share. So food delivery would be a natural extension. To Uber, Uber did great there. You know, Uber really took on DoorDash and did a good job during the pandemic and made a lot of money. Now, now you see ride share coming back. Um, food deliveries are diminishing and Uber's concentrating more on ride share again. But, but you know, Lyft, Lyft just kept on gliding along, hoping... Um, you know, things would get better, but but both made the same fatal mistake pretty much at the same time, and that is uh, the investors wanted to see money. And I think both did too much of a radical uh, jump, um, taking from the riders and taking from the drivers at the same time. They just got, they should have done this slowly over the years, step by step. They just increase those margins big time. And even Lyft riders, like, heck no, they're not gonna pay these prices. Uh, uh, Lyft drivers, like, we're not going to drive for, for this type of pay. And there was really nothing else that Lyft had. So, I mean, it, it like, I, I hear so many complaints, both from riders and drivers, right? There's, there's no money on, on, on Lyft, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the person that, a person that uh, summons a car on Lyft, a rider, I mean, they're waiting forever. The, the, the guys are not loyal to any of these apps right now they're a little bit more loyal to uber i would say the bulk of the drivers are back on uber again and they're not on lyft so yeah but is it a loyalty or is it just where the money is it's just where the money is i mean everybody i know is multi-apping and even people who said they'd never do it are multi-apping now you have to no yeah you have to multi-app and there there is no loyalty but they're just following the money right there's there's Mm -hmm is busier right now is more flush in money and 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 lift can't keep up i mean it's, it's just um i don't know I, I i wish i wish logan green and john zimmer well but you guys you stuck in a big problem right now i don't know how they're going to get out of it you know they, i don't they, either and, and that's and that's a fear of mine because how much worse can uber get well one true sign would be if Lyft went under because yeah, little ride ride shares start up here and there, but we don't we haven't seen any go national or really be another contender. You know, maybe uh, small markets. That, anybody that swoops in and, and gets Lyft at the right price is obviously going to get a big client uh, base. You know, there's a lot of sure. app users there, a lot of downloads already on the phones. So yeah. who knows, you know, maybe it needs to go down to $5 or $6 before some, uh, maybe Google or someone swoops in and buys them out. But, but I mean, my, my call right now, if I'm the coach of, if I'm the coach of, of Lyft, I'm calling the audible. I'm telling them go full transparency, pay the drivers more, do everything yeah. that we're not doing and bury Uber right now. Right. And it's the only way they would survive is, is to, is to play that game. Right. Um, I mean, it's, it's time. They can't, they can't keep on following uh, Uber's lead because that that's just leading them down downhill, right? Then they, they'll have to do some something 
pretty radical, like you said. Let's 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 go full transparency here. Let's let's treat the drivers like true independent contractors. Let's let's a, a big push to get you know the 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 um, you know the, the the drivers and the riders back, and they'd have to do it now. They can't wait another two three. Oh. Four months. Got to be done now. Yeah, so it's I'm already those- it's at ten dollars. It's at ten dollars a share right now on the Nasdaq. I mean, yeah, that's not good, you guys. Not so. Good at all. I really, you know, that's a wrap, you guys. I, I really want to thank Torsten for jo- joining us this week. Um, you can find Rideshare Professor YouTube channel in the show notes. And uh, Torsten, do you have a um, like a plug or what what people can expect from your channel if they're not already aware of it? Well, you know, I mean, go to the channel rideshareprofessor.com and you'll you'll land on the on the YouTube channel. But I I I want to I want to plug this right and and. We, we started another company called gigrocket.com um, that really truly teaches you how to take whatever you've learned in the Uber and Lyft world and to move on and, and to move on to become a real true independent contract and start your own company, right? Mm-hmm. The risks are small, right? And we've trained up a lot of people. So that's the one thing. And again, if anyone gets deactivated by these companies, you know, whether there's a false accusation or somebody said you were drunk or or driving intoxicated or sm- smelled of marijuana and you, you find yourself off the platform, you know, come to us. We, we, we've, um, we've probably fought about, I think I looked at the numbers, for 1,850 cases already, reactivation cases, right? So let, let's help you out on that end. And I'm all about business. My, my background is all business. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not shy to call out the companies. I say it as it is. I've got nothing to lose, right? Yeah. So... Um, You'll, and you'll, if, if you guys don't know that about Torsten, he really is. He'll go, he'll go, he'll go with somebody who, you know, I mean, I know of a couple instances where somebody, some driver got beat down or something and Torsten goes with him to deal with it. Cause you know what, after an, an occurrence like that, it's easy for these companies, maybe not to buy you off, but to, to shove you out of the way and make you not feel wanted around the scene. Yeah. When really I that had the, you need to be with- in the scene right then. Yeah. The, you know, the guy with the Snoop Dogg, you remember that story? Yeah. We, we, he got that guy a big, big settlement, right? Yeah. Because what, what, what the companies did there was bullshit. It was absolute BS, yeah. right? So in, in my channel, at least, um, you know, talk is cheap, right? Go and see for yourself what cases, you know, we've raised money for, whether it's GoFundMe, what drivers we've helped out. Uh, you know, we, we, we try to, you know, the, the, the little guys, people are a little, a little bit fearful and don't know what to do. Hit me up, email me, text me. I always reply. I'll always steer you in the right direction or try to give you my best advice, right? And I will always keep on calling out these gig companies. Every time in the news, every single day you go on Google, there's obviously news stories. You you get a lot of your stories from there as well. Uh, You know, we got to keep it real and, and keep the facts straight here, right? We can't have them muddy the waters. We got to really talk real numbers and real safety because without the safety, I mean, what is the money? There's no money if you're not safe. Yeah. People are afraid, you know. Yeah. And as much as they want to make money, there has to be an end where they actually get to a point of this customer needs to be off the platform. Not, hey, does he have money? Then he can stay on. Exactly. Thank you. That's that's total alignment when it it comes to that. And I'm I'm excited already for our next show. And and, I'm sad we didn't have David on. But uh, let, let's get that. Let's make that happen with. Um, oh, for sure. He's yeah. Oh, this is the 
David is in Mexico right now, you guys. He was he had a, a great connection earlier when we talked. He said it's been a little iffy, um, but I know he was trying. Um, so next, you know, next time he'll be back here. So, but I think that I think that we had a great conversation here, and uh, I think that this is kind of stuff that people keep needing to hear. You know, people might go safety boring, but you know what? There's stuff to be even if you know I, I'm safe, or if you say that and you're like I don't need. You know, there's stuff to be learned in these things. It might just there be is. little things. It might be the, a big picture. Even the I, I little don't know. makes a difference, right? Just inve- if you don't have a dash cam, maybe investing in a dash cam could make all the difference. Yeah. And I know that I, you know, I have two dash cams in mine and one of them is display ride. Yeah, good. I know that I- you, I know, you know, Abdul, I know that you, yeah. you, you, you know, endorse that. I know, you know, like I don't have an affiliate link, but I will tell you guys, it's a free camera. While you have yep. the, you just pay for the service. He sends you the camera for nothing. And and you know and and the, the these carjackers just you know the carjackers getting they see a dash cam they steal the dash cam right because they don't want the the yeah. the, the there. But you know with a display right it's too late it's already in the cloud so. In fact, when you pull the display right off, it says it'll stop recording in two minutes. So if they're running with it, you're actually going to know where they are for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> good but, cool thank you so much my friend Arrhenius. oh my thank thank you um always uh, always good to talk to you and Bye. uh you guys check out his channel we'll be back here next week with more parapanelists and a uh, different gig topic and uh, everybody have a great week next time we get dressed again and our adidas here we got in the white <laughs> sponsored by adidas okay <laughs> good night torsten good night everybody have a good night, good night. I'm a man.